This is the Yob ConvoCast. One-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends? And welcome back to the Yob ConvoCast. Conversations with folks in our Your Other Brothers family. And it's so great to reconnect with this person because he hasn't been in front of a microphone, at least with me. I don't know if he's been in front of a microphone with anyone else, but he hasn't been in front of a microphone with me in the better part of a year now, almost a year. So we're going to catch up with him today. You must know him. Everyone who goes back far with this community knows him well. It's Aaron. What's up, Aaron? Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm here from the folksy tundra once That's again. That's right. You know, I have to clarify because we have a female Aaron now who's involved with the Your oh, Other Sisters. True. So maybe when I said that, people were thinking, wait, Aaron, she was just here like a few weeks ago. But no, no, this is and we have lots of male Aaron's too. It's really getting confusing that there's a lot of Aaron's <laughs> in the room <laughs> in our community. But uh, male Aaron from the folksy tundra of Minnesota. That's right. Thank you for clarifying your identity. Of course. Always a pleasure. Uh, Aaron, it's been so long. What what have you been up to? I'm so glad you agreed to come back. Oh, anytime, Tom, anytime. Especially ConvoCast, we hop on, we catch up a little bit, we just tickle the ears of our listeners and then move along. <laughs> I love it. It's very, <laughs> very intimate. We're tickling yeah, ears. Yeah, that's right. That's right. While we are a folksy tundra, yesterday it was 50 degrees. So I feel like as a Minnesotan, I'm always obligated to give a little weather update because that's most of what we talk about here. Mm. Um, so we're we're loving it, but it's probably going to be a brown Christmas. That is a little depressing, although it's not common. So I, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Really? That's so interesting because it's like already been much colder this winter here in North Carolina. And last because last winter we had one baby snow. It was it was very pathetic. It wasn't anything worth noting at all. And so there is a hunger this year for there to be more of a tundra feeling, more of a snowy, snow drifty winter here in the mountains of North Carolina. So I'm, I'm really hopeful. I'm hopeful because of the cold that it's been so far that we've got some precipitation on the horizon. So we'll see. Yeah, I think for us, the average is 50 inches of snow. And last year we got 90. So we were way above average. And so far this year, we've got like a half inch. So hmm. we'll see how it goes. Well, I will gladly take your snow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, things have been good. Time flies by. Work has been good. It's been a, a time of transitions for me at work as well, just with a lot of a lot of companies we work with in the finance world have been getting bought or sold or changing how they do things. So mm. we've all been pulling our hair out, just trying to grin and bear it, making it through the end of the year. So we're like <laughs> counting down the rest of this month to get into the new year. We're just, yeah, we're, we're burned out, but it, it's been good. It's been also a good year um, for anyone listening who might follow the market. Uh, as of recording a couple of days ago, the market hit a new high. So that was a big, exciting thing for the end of the year. Ooh, you know, this is great. This is a great little spinoff topic because, you know, I've always regarded you as Mr. Finance, Mr. Finance over here. <laughs> so, yeah, can you can you can you summarize what's going on? in the world financially for somebody like me who oh. has no idea in 10 seconds or less no 
don't know. That's the give trick, it, isn't it? Give us give um, us a forecast of the present and maybe your 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 forecast for the future. What what is what is the next year or two look like in the world or in the country? Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> well, last year would be described well as bumpy and perhaps hellish would be a good use of the word. Um it was all over the place because prices were skyrocketing and people kept thinking there was a recession looming. There was going to be people losing jobs left and right, not have any money. Uh, it turned out that didn't happen, but it, prices still have been high. So this year has been kind of slowly stabilizing prices. They're, they're not going down, but they're not going up as quickly. Mm -hmm. So in the finance world, that's considered a big win. <laughs> so right. um, I think it sounds like based on what we know, the uh, the economy is still staying pretty strong, stronger than expected, and uh, prices are stabilizing more quickly than expected. And so hopefully there are bright horizons ahead of us next year. Um, we'll see. That, that doesn't mean there won't be some amount of unemployment and job loss and, and problems. But again, in the finance world, it's all relative. It, it went from people expecting it to be really bad to Eh, it's probably going to be not so bad after all. So everybody's feeling pretty good. Thus, the new market highs. Mm. Plus 2024 here in America is a good old election year. You never know how that'll influence. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> See how that oh, goes. Oh, gosh. Just it's going to gonna some, be something. Add some flavor to the year. Well, there you go. For all of our finance bros and all of our finance sisters out there, <laughs> for that matter, <laughs> listening. There you go. There's a little <laughs> finance talk. Um, well, Aaron, I know as we've been on a Yobcast break for the better part of this year, you know, we haven't talked in a long time in a, in a recording. And um, I know simultaneous to that, you've, you've been getting involved with another ministry and just getting involved more so with the goings on over there. So I thought this would be a great opportunity as we catch up with you, catching up also on kind of this where, where you're investing a lot of your time these days and just to be able to explore that and to, to talk about that more. So that's that's the the impetus for this conversation. And I'm, I'm glad to, to catch up with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as nonprofits do, they slowly sink their claws in you and take more and more of your time <laughs> from what you expect at the beginning, which in the case of this ministry has been a delight for sure. So mm. I've been getting involved with Posture Shift Ministries um, with Bill Henson and his team. Probably about a year and a half ago, I started some conversations where um, they were looking to create an advisory council for their board. Basically, their board is mostly Boston located because when they started it, they were all they were a Boston organization. So they didn't necessarily foresee uh, the far reach that they would have, not just nationally, but then internationally. And as part of that, they've been trying to bring in more diverse voices, just people that can bring insight from different geographic locations, different demographics, um, you know, obviously having LGBT voices on there. And then uh, kind of also their board has had a great tenure. It's been there since it started in the early 2000s. And so they're kind of looking for a next gen board as well and using this as a recruiting tool. Um, for people who aren't familiar with Posture Shift, they're an organization that works um, basically from a traditional view of marriage, their side B in our lingo. Um, but they go through uh, basically um, they go into churches or parachurch ministries or Christian organizations and they do training on how to be more inclusive. Uh, so that that covers inclusivity in 
the sense of people like a lot of our listeners who are side B Christians just trying to make their way through church, living celibate lives or in mixed orientation marriages. But um, it also covers how to be more inclusive for side A people or non-Christians. And it really takes a missional approach looking at how do we treat LGBT people as a mission group like any other and look at trying to find ways to create proximity and to be loving and have a not a position shift. We're not trying to change the church's theology, but to have a posture shift and really look at how do we shift church posture, get past just the theological conversation and sort of go, OK, we've got the theology. Let's talk about now. How are we going to be loving and accepting while still holding to that traditional view of marriage? Yeah. Wow, what a great posture shift representative you are. Because my follow-up question is going to be, <laughs> hey, could you explain what posture shift is for those that don't know? But you were ready. You were ready to go. It's like, this isn't your first rodeo. You've told people about posture shift before. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I had to learn what it was, too. Like a year and a half ago, I knew who Bill was in passing. Uh, I'm part of a side B community, as many are on Facebook. So I kind of encountered him little bits here and there through that community. And then we just struck up some conversations and that led from one thing to the next over several months of, hey, why don't you come help kind of put together this advisory council, um, which turned into some other opportunities. As, as I was going through building this, um, I was working hard to get Posture Shift to come to Minnesota, into Minneapolis specifically, come to give the Folksy Tundra a visit. Because one thing many of us probably can relate to is that it's exhausting sitting down and having the individual conversations with all the church leaders, all the family, all the friends, all the people who they want to be supportive, but they have no idea. They don't even have the foundational language yet, so they need a lot of help. And so I was eager to get Posture Shift to come to do some of that work for me, if I'm honest. Like I invited my parents and some friends and then, of course, my church and a lot of other local leaders came and they do two day intensive uh, conferences for pastors and ministry leaders. And they really spend day one going through the history of LGBT people um, and treatment and trauma and then the language and just kind of start setting a framework for how to be more inclusive. And then day two is very much, you know, looking at the the practical nitty gritty. OK, you've got uh, two women who are married who come to your church out of the blue. They heard a nice sermon after like the pulse shooting and they they found you to be an accepting loving church they want to play the piano can they be part of worship can they be part of volunteering can they be part of running a sunday school um so it's a lot of the nitty-gritty of looking at that so i really appreciated having posh shift come do that training the other big resource they have that i give out a lot is guiding families uh their fifth edition just came out and that's a book that is good for pastors, but also really gets into the family dynamic as well. So it's great for parents who have had a kid who came out. It's great, honestly, for anybody. I, honestly, I've benefited from reading it as an LGBT person because I kind of it goes through kind of the life cycles of an LGBT person. So initially the coming out to yourself and then the coming out more publicly and going through into adulthood, processing it all, figuring out family dynamics, even to like, what's it like being uh, a senior LGBT person in our culture today? How do you kind of navigate that? So mm. it's been cool to get that. And also it's helped me think about from 
family and friend and parents and pastors perspectives, what are the sorts of things they're confused about or don't know about or what's sort of their perspective in the whole matter. So I feel like I'm really pitching posture shift hard here, but I just kind of am, <laughs> am trying to give an overview of what it even is and why I really love being involved. And if you want to sign up for posture shift today, use the code posture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had no idea. So guiding families, you said fifth edition, are they up to five now? Yeah, that's the newest edition. Cause I think I have, I have a few copies of the second edition from gosh whenever that was yesterday many years i know ago. i know and i'm not quite sure how all their editions are numbered like they had they had an expanded edition which must have been numbered somewhere in there but that's the edition like preceding this fifth edition it is cool though because i think from what bill told me because i remember him sharing something about i don't know if it was the fifth edition or the fourth edition or some some future edition from the one that i had previously um but I remember him mentioning like wanting to include more trans stories just because the trans conversation has been such a big part of the culture in the last five years, 10 years, especially. So just like being able to like adapt to this book, which maybe was more focused on the LGB part of the equation and now like adding more yes. trans stories. That was my understanding from him as far as like, like, what are we, what are we changing about all of these additions? But I think it is cool to see like, as the culture continues to evolve and adapt and grow and, um, it's cool to see this this amazing little resource kind of adapting and growing as well and just bringing more education and more stories and more stats and more information to people who are just hungry for for empathy and understanding. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't have the fifth edition. I need to like get get current. I need to get a, a fifth edition. And you got to get it. And the nice thing about this one, it does definitely go more into the trans conversation uh, a lot more because that's become a much bigger conversation in our public and in our, our culture. Um, but they also have tried to take out, like in the old ones, I loved this, but I also can see why it was a problem. Like they had a list of good language, bad language, those sorts of things. And they're kind of like, okay, we need this to last five years. And language changes so rapidly that we have to step away a little bit from the, this is the universal right and the universal wrong. Mm -hmm. It's more story centric. Um, and that aligns great with Yob, of course, where it's a story driven yeah. community and website and, I think that's part of what appealed to me too, is it's a lot of, it's not just trying to tug your heartstrings and like manipulate you with story. It's like giving you some real faces behind all of these high level theology conversations that get had uh, in isolation in a room. And it's a lot of work to figure out how do you actually apply it in your family or in your church. And so a posture shift challenges people to kind of take that step to do the work to figure out how are you going to actually make rubber meet the road on this sort of conversation. Right. So I, I buy big stacks of the guiding families book because you get bulk discounts. And whenever somebody asks me a question, I just give them a book I'm like here, <laughs> just read this. There you go. If you read it and you have questions. All right, I'll do it. But I'm at the point where it's just, it's a lot to have that hour conversation with every person who, who asks. Here, take a book. Yeah, I love that. I love that strategy. Yeah, for anyone who's just was drawn to Yab's content because you love the stories on our blog or the stories that we tell in these podcasts, like, um, yeah, that Guiding Families resource, it's, on, it's listed on our, on our webpage if you want to check it out. Um, I think that's a, it's a cool resource to have if you're interested in more stories uh, across the spectrum. Um, and Bill Henson, I wanted to say this too, is like, we did a Yobcast with Bill way back in the day. It's been a few years now. Um, and I'll be sure to link that in this episode. I think it was called Loving LGBT People. 
think that was the name of the episode. Something something along those lines. I always I always like think of things to say as the episode is airing, and I'm like, I probably should have checked that and noticed what is the title. But it'll be in the notes. <laughs> you just check the notes of the episode, or if you're watching this on YouTube or on the blog or wherever you're seeing this, you'll see a link to that episode. So you'll be able to, to listen to Bill. We talked to him extensively for about an hour about about all of these amazing conferences, which I've been a part of, and now you've been a part of, Aaron. It's cool that we have that in yeah. common now. How fun would that be if you and me are part of a same posture shift event one year? That would be fun. I so hope that happens. You know, it's amazing because like a lot of when they came into Minneapolis at all of their two-day conferences, they have an LGBT panel. And we had like four yobbers or ex-yobbers from like... Really? Yeah, from Minneapolis who were on the panel. And it's wow. just... And and many people I've spoken with in Yob have been on panels at one time or another. So yeah, yeah, de- definitely good crossover. It's super fun, and and Bill's great at moderating and and doing all that too. So you know, I mentioned just to 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 bring a panel story back to the discussion. I mentioned this on. I did my, we did a convo cast series this summer on sexual identity and on my episode where I talked about identifying somewhere on the asexual spectrum. The first time I ever verbalized that or vocalized that like in a public setting was at a posture shifts event panel in Sacramento. (laughs) I was, I was on the panel with some people in, uh, in Sacramento, California and and I just was like, I'm just gonna go for it. You know, I'm I'm still processing. I haven't arrived yet. I don't know what arrival is ever gonna look like as far as understanding yeah. my sexuality inside and out. But but I was like, I definitely am somewhere on that asexual spectrum. And I'm just gonna mention that along with identifying as gay or queer or whatever language I used at the time. I don't remember, but but I just remember saying that at that panel and like feeling a sense of okay, I'm on that didn't feel like a lie, that felt accurate, it felt good to like be truthful with other people in the room. And now I'm going to like be able to like lean more into that moving forward. And it's been great. That was like a great marker event in my life to be able to like say something that was true that maybe I mentioned it in private conversations with people here and there or mention it vaguely here and there, but to, but then to like put a label on it or like put it out there for a bunch of mostly, I think it was a seventh day Adventist, a uh, bunch of people. Sure. Yeah. They do a lot in that church. <laughs> Cause they that, catered, that community. They catered. I had no idea that they were all vegetarian. So they catered like from some restaurant and it was all salads and vegan, like vegetarian sandwiches and stuff. And I was like, what is this? Why, why is there no meat? Anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's a seventh day Adventist thing. If anyone didn't know that. So, so there you go. Oh, so yeah, that. I uh, have fond memories from that, from that posture shift event for so many, so many reasons. Right. And it is kind of that interesting sort of weird thing where a lot of the panelists like haven't come out to their parents or their friends, like maybe a couple of people know. And yet they're in front of this room of 200 people or, you know, sometimes it's smaller than that. The Minneapolis one, there were 200 and just like pouring out their heart. But it's really awesome. I think a lot of people experience similar to what you said, like it gives them voice and actually helps them process and start coming out to other people too but they they do a good job with confidentiality so yeah it uh it sort of feels like this private intimate room even though there's a whole bunch of people listening to you right that's so cool and it's so cool that yeah you mentioned yobbers in minneapolis but yeah i've heard of stories of yobbers from coast to coast here in america of people getting involved on these these posture shift events something that's so funny was my first one that i was invited to was back in 2017 and I was out in Cal- out in Colorado on some just other random trip, 
And they were doing a posture shift event in Denver the same time I was not in Denver, but I was like somewhere north of Denver, I think. And so someone from the team reached out to me and was like, hey, do you want to come down and we'll we'll pay for your ticket or registration? Like, we'll have we'd love to have you there. And I was like, sure, because I've heard about it. And I was like, I'll check it out. And it's just so funny because that was the first time I met Bill in person was at this event. And then by the end of the first day, he's like basically volunteering me to be on the panel. <laughs> I know, so I, I know. came there. That's I came so there real. thinking I'm just gonna sit in the back row and just soak this in, and because I happen to be in town, so I'll just soak it in. And then meanwhile, he's like volunteering me to be on the panel the next day, which I was delighted to do. If Bill's listening to this, I was delighted to do yeah, that. But yeah. it was just so funny because he's very like, yeah, you've got a cool story. Want to share it in front of these 75 people? However many were there that that day. That was that was right. a fond fond posture shift <laughs> memory. That was my first one. You never forget your first, you know? That's right. Well, and I had a big first too with the Minneapolis events because Bill ended up um, having to teach. He had, I think it was three conferences kind of back to back. He was traveling for and uh, Minneapolis then was, it ended up filling up the first one we had scheduled. So they added a second uh, two day conference. So it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was off. And then Thursday, Friday was a second com uh, conference in Minneapolis. And he had a cold, he had been fighting the week before and he was like traveling and doing other conferences. And he's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, these Minneapolis conferences alone because I might lose my voice. Mm. So he asks me like two weeks before, uh, in Bill fashion, like, Hey, how do you feel about just co-teaching the events with me? I'm like, uh, I've Whoa. been to one ever. And yes, I know posture shift, but I don't know your slides or like your content and this sort of stuff. He's like, Oh, you're going to do amazing. It'll be fine. I'm like, all right, sure. I'll, I'll regret <laughs> saying no. And I, I can't leave him hanging. So I did it and I loved it. And thankfully, I mean, he knows how to answer the, the difficult questions that always get flung our way um, and just the more complicated topics. So I kind of got to like share my experience, my story, my own little uh, nuggets of thought that I've developed over the years, blogging and podcasting and doing stuff with the OBS. So it, it worked out great, but hopefully I'll get to keep involved at least occasionally doing some of those different uh, events with them and uh, really enjoyed it. It was great, great, great event. And uh, also exciting and a surprise is that we had a Yaver who was at that event uh, from Scotland. He and his wife uh, came from Scotland. Yeah, it was, we didn't know at first, like I knew he was coming from Scotland and just kind of met him because I was like, well, that's super cool. You're flying all the way to Minneapolis from Scotland. And it was this big story of how, They've been trying to get uh, Yab to come out to Scotland to do some work there in their churches. Posture um, Yeah, yeah. Said, bring Yab. Although bringing Yab to, to Scotland, please bring me to Scotland. Hashtag bring Tom to Scotland. I would love that too. Okay. Yeah, right. You can be, <laughs> come come fly your way out. You can be a panelist. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, well, he Yab is already in Scotland because this gentleman has been part of Yab for years and. Um, but yeah, so so they're trying to bring posture shift to Scotland, and they were going to come out to the states sometime to see see an event and kind of work out the details. Well, they were planning to go to Israel, and Israel got attacked like the day before their flight, mm. and so all of a sudden 
they're sitting there with all their time off and tickets in hand with a credit and like, okay, what's your next event for Posh Shift? And they rerouted from going to Israel, oh, wow. like doing a Holy Land visit to coming and seeing uh, the event in Minneapolis. And we were chatting. They they joined us for a dinner afterwards and found out, oh, he's from Yab. And he's talking about the different authors and, and podcasters he's been listening to over the years. And he mentions Aaron and I'm like, that's me. I'm, I'm the Aaron on the website you're you're talking about. And he was like, we had this moment where we were like, oh my gosh, this person that he's been reading is sitting across the table from him. And I'm sitting there going like, this person that's been then from Scotland has been reading my blogs and, and everybody's blogs on Yab and listening to our podcasts. And it was just really cool to have that sort of unexpected meet and find out that once again, our, our massive world is kind of a small little place in a lot of ways. So that was really special. Yeah. You, you had texted me about that when it happened and you sent a sweet picture to us, such a precious little picture too of you and them together at this conference. Yeah, so right. like, how, yeah, how touching, how fun just to see, that's gotta be a cool little rewarding moment for you at, to, to put yourself out there over the years with our blog and with our podcast and then to, I mean, you've, you've been able to interact with people for years now within our community, but yeah. to have someone come all the way from Scotland to, to then by chance cross paths with you um, is pretty, pretty surreal, pretty cool. It's amazing. And it's a testament to Yab's far-reaching influence. Yab, see, Yab has been in Scotland for years now. So Posture oh, Shift yeah. is finally catching up, getting over there. <laughs> <laughs> bring bring posture shift to Scotland. Bring yeah, I'll I'll gladly be on a panel at a posture shift in Scotland. I'll be there in a heartbeat. I know. So. I told Bill too. I'm like, <laughs> hey, if you need a second person to co-teach the one in Scotland, you just let me know. Uh, so yeah. I only spent one day in Edinburgh when I studied abroad in college and Mm. I wish, I mean, Edinburgh was magical, but I wish that's only like the, the tip of Scotland, like to go deeper into, yeah. the, into the highlands and to see other naturey things would be, would have been great. So I'm, I know it's only a matter of time before my wandering self makes it over there again someday. Of course. And if that yobber's listening right now, shout out to you. I want to, I want to meet you too. That would be so fun. I would love that. No kidding. Yeah. We'll have a yobber treat out in Scotland sometime. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, Aaron, to close it out, you mentioned being on this advisory board. Is that is that the language you used? Is that is that accurate? yeah? Advisory advisory council. Advisory council. Yeah. Yes. I picture you and a bunch of people wearing hooded robes in a circle on a, around a round table. Somewhere. That's that's what comes to mind. The image I have. Um, so yeah, like what's what's that been like? Just being a part of like a structured thing involved with a nonprofit, involved with a ministry. What's uh, yeah? What's that involvement been like this year? It's been good. I mean, I've found many times in my life I get asked to do things that I feel wildly not qualified to do. But honestly, you just have to say yes sometimes to those things because, you know, sometimes an organization or God is calling us to do things that maybe we're not like the most qualified out of anyone to do, but we might be the ones who are willing. So we just have to go forward and do it and we get qualified over time. But it, honestly, it's been really great. We kind of have sat down over time and, and we were just thinking through who are the different people we wanted to invite. So this year has very much been the building year. Last year was sort of the planning year a little bit towards the end of the year. This year has been gradually adding people. We meet three times a year via Zoom. Most of us wear t-shirts. It's, not, it's nothing too formal <laughs> or crazy. 
<laughs> um, and it's it's a chance for the staff to be a part of that and board members can come as well. We have about um, 10 to 15 is sort of the target of the actual advisory council members. And then uh, we have extra staff and, and board members who show up. But chance for a post shift to kind of just give updates and then for us on the advisory council to just have feedback, give questions. Um, and we try to have diverse skill sets. So it's it can be simple things like managing budget stuff or putting together benefits to doing theological research um, and stuff like that. So it's been a really cool experience. It's it's really encouraging to see people who once again may not be directly touched by the LGBT community. Like uh, a couple of the members, they're straight and they don't even have like a family or or like that kind of connection. Like I'm so used to the straight person on the board or whatever, like, oh, their son or daughter is gay or or whatever. But um it's just really encouraging to see people who have a passion for a minority community that I don't know. You, you sort of feel like as a minority community, you're sort of like you have no reason to like bear this burden with us. But here you are. Uh, and so that's been really cool. And it's just it's fun to meet people. You know, it's a small community in a lot of ways. You meet a lot of different people through Yab or Revoice. And uh, Posh Shift has just been one more connection that I, I can use to like meet new people and and just make connections that way. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool to hear an update about what's going on over there in posture shift land. He's just, I always tell people, like, if there's one person to talk to about anything LGBT related and the church, like, go to Bill Henson. He's got all the stories, all the experience, uh, all the empathy. Absolutely. I don't want to, like, make him out to be this godlike figure, but he is a great person that I look up <laughs> to personally, and I know you do as well. So, um, so yeah, shout out to, to Bill Henson and all the work he's doing and all the good work you do, you're doing with all the other people on advisory councils and the board people. And, um, yeah, it's just a phenomenal event. I encourage anyone listening to to check it out. Bring Posture Shift to your church or to your to your ministries, to your area, to your city. Um, I know it's a, it's a great event that blesses a lot of people. It gives a lot of understanding and education and just, it's just a fun event. Great like-minded people in the same room. Like I've, I've been to four or five of them, I think. And it's just a great, uh, a great experience every single time. It really is. It's like its own, like I remember the Yab retreat. That's like one of the pinnacle LGBT experiences I've had of just like getting to be in this, this place with 40 other LGBT guys and, and all like pursuing, uh, traditional view of marriage, that kind of thing. And Posh Shift has been another one of those uh, events alongside like Revoice, mm -hmm. where it's just such a unique feel. Each of them are their own unique, amazing thing where you feel seen and heard in their own unique way uh, at each of those. So it's it's great. You know, Aaron, it's been it's been a few retreats for you. We're not in the forties anymore. We're up to we're in the fifties now. We've got fifties plus people coming to these events. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta know, you gotta it's been adapt two years, your numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Adjust for inflation. Yeah. Going back to finance talk. Uh -huh. Yeah, we're increasing. We missed you there. We've missed you. Oh, uh, 2024 might be the year I can I can make it back. It's been so. a lot of travel. Uh not just for post shift, but for work too. So yeah, you've you've gotten a lot on your plate, but man, I admire all the work you're doing. Keep up the good, keep up the good work, and I hope I hope you come back behind this microphone again sometime soon. It's always a joy. Oh, to catch I up. will, Tom. Anytime you call, I'll be there.
I'll be there. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like I said, listeners, the link to that Bill Henson Yobcast will be there. I'll put I'll put a link to Posture Shift as well, for that matter. Um, so that's so that's clickable for anyone listening. Um, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun to catch up. Maybe Aaron, you know, you're inspiring me maybe to make the rounds with some former former Yobcast uh, voices of old. Maybe maybe I'll be making some rounds soon with some Ooh, other previously yeah. previously familiar people who have disappeared. <laughs> from the landscape so i'm gonna try to try to bring them back maybe into the fold that'll be that'll be maybe my mission going into 2024 i i for one and i'm sure many of our listeners would love to get updates from some of those people uh because they were a big part of our lives so it's fun just to hear where they're at yeah they are they're just uh yeah it's it's a changing season and i appreciate all the patience and all the flexibility um as far as the the yabcast break that we're on we're doing convo casts for now but um but we'll see 2024 is rolling around and got so many ideas and things there's i've got a vision board a literal vision board of things coming so so we'll see we'll see what 2024 brings but aaron thanks for taking the time and we'll definitely talk soon we'll have you back in no time excellent well always a pleasure telling to talk thanks for letting me toot posture shifts horn a little bit and uh we'll keep in touch absolutely and friends until we cast our next combo bye everybody Bye. We just need the hourglass. The 30 minute hourglass that's called an hourglass, or do you just go till it's halfway? Oh, that's through? true. I've never <laughs> I've never thought about the fact that it is a 30 minute is a half hour glass. It's not an hourglass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh well. It is what it is. <laughs>